This episode is brought to you by the Love What You Do Collective two-day business mastermind. If you are ready to step into 2019 and make sure this year is your best year yet in business, then why not join the mastermind and surround yourself with incredible powerhouse women who are ready to up-level their mindset, their motivation, and their business and life for 2019. Join us for two full days of jam-packed experiences, connections, collaborations, and amazing guest speakers. You can find out all the information via my website at periscopecoaching.com.au slash mastermind. And now let's jump into the episode. Welcome to the Next Level Life podcast with Christine Corcoran, where I talk all things mindset, motivation, and entrepreneurship. Each week, I will endeavor to bring you a new episode with a thought, insight, or interview with an inspiring thought leader or successful business owner, all about taking your life and business to the next level. Each episode is designed to open up your mind to a new perspective and inspire you to live your life with purpose and passion. Ready to get started? Let's go. Welcome to the next episode of the Next Level Life podcast. Today's episode is about being seen and creating omnipresence in your business. This week has been a massive week. We just completed the last Love What You Do collective event for the year and it was an absolute smash. So excited for what we created. It was such a beautiful space at the powerhouse. We had 45 incredible people there. We had incredible speakers that genuinely shared such vulnerable stories and such unique perspectives that I learned so much from them. It was so beautiful and I'm so excited for what 2019 is going to, going to be going to be creating. And so I wanted to do a podcast about being seen and being vulnerable and dealing with judgment and showing up no matter what, because it's something that when you create omnipresence in your business, it does shift and change how you're perceived in the online presence in the online sphere. And it also helps to create a a shift in your business to create the results that you're looking for. So omnipresence is really important in this day and age where we're so bombarded with so much information that if you're not top of mind, if you're not being seen as the expert in your field and you're not seen on a regular basis, then you can quite easily be forgotten. And that's a good thing and a bad thing. So it's really interesting. So I'm going to tap into that today. So firstly, just tapping into that common fear of being seen. It is something that sometimes is not necessarily we're aware of it. It comes up and it's something that I've been challenged with all year of being seen, being, um, you know, judged for what we say at these events or online or, you know, when you do Facebook lives or so many different situations on the podcast, right? So it's even like not necessarily even just being visually seen, it's being seen as the expert or being judged for what you say. And it's really interesting because sometimes it's, um, we don't recognize it as a fear initially. But when we start looking into any self-sabotaging behaviors or behaviors that that might actually be holding you back, sometimes the deep, deep-rooted fear is actually the fear of being seen. And it's interesting because this can come from so many different perspectives and so many different experiences in our lives, because it might have been that you fully expressed yourself. And one of the things that Belinda Love said on, on Wednesday night, which I loved, was that for her, her quirkiness was something that she kept hidden for a long time because when she was a child and she expressed her quirkiness, she was judged for it and she was told and she was made fun of it. And so it was something that she then hid from the world for a very long time, yet that's actually what makes her different now. So by 
expressing her quirkiness, she could feel completely authentic, but also too that people connected with that on a genuine level. And it's it's a really interesting conversation because there's so many things that come into what what creates that fear of being seen. But when you push through it and you do genuinely connect and you consistently show up, it creates such trust with your clients and such um, connection with the other side of other people watching that it does help to shift and create results in your business that you weren't, you didn't seem or deem possible for you. So it's interesting, right? If you look at, okay, well, is this a challenge for me right now? Does the fear of being seen keep me playing small? Does it keep me hiding behind the scenes? Am I not showing up online because of the fear of being judged or the fear of being seen as being vulnerable or, um, you know, being silly or whatever it might be? Is that something that is actually holding you back? Because if it is, you might not actually realize it's something that is a deep-seated fear. But if there are self-sabotaging behaviors that are happening that are keep you playing small, um, it could be that there may have been an experience in your past where you were possibly made fun of or you were told to be quiet. Like when I was a child, I was told to be quiet because children were to be seen and not heard. So it's really interesting. And it's like, I don't judge my parents for that at all. Um, it was just the time. But sometimes it can be the smallest little thing that we say to a child that stops them from expressing that part of their personality. And so then when we get to the point of you want to create a business online and you're actually trying to create omnipresence, this fear can come up. And especially in it might not even just be online. It could be when you're putting on workshops. It could be when you're speaking on stage. It could be when you're speaking in front of two or three people or showing up and actually saying to your people, this is what the business or to your family and friends, this is what I want to do with my life. And this is the business that I want to create. Right. And then it's like, well, how am I going to be judged then? So recognize that is there any behaviors that you're doing right now that could be self-sabotaging your success? And is this a fear that constantly comes up for you? Do you feel challenged to show up online because of the fear of being seen? And how can we overcome that? Okay, so the first thing we need to consider is being vulnerable or being seen to be being vulnerable, sharing from the heart and opening yourself up to judgment. It's one of the key things that often keeps us stuck and it's a challenge and it was definitely a challenge for me in the beginning as well because when you are vulnerable, you open yourself up to so much judgment about your core identity and that can be painful. So it's interesting. So I'm going to break this down to two different parts. One, vulnerability. Two, judgment. Because I think there's two different ways to handle this. Firstly, one of the key questions I always ask ask myself is, when I am seeing someone else be vulnerable, when I am watching a video online and someone's being vulnerable and sharing from the heart, am I judging them? What is going on in my head when I see someone else do that? And the majority of the time, I'm not judging them. I'm actually quite connected with them. I'm feeling their pain. I'm understanding who they are as a person and I'm connecting with them on a deeper level. I'm not judging them. I'm actually considering, I'm actually seeing their strength and I'm seeing their courage to actually show up vulnerably. And there's lots of different ways to show up online that you don't necessarily have to share too much information because obviously that happens. And I think it's important to really consider who your audience is and who you're wanting to attract and what they want to see. Because as a business coach, you know, I'm not going to be start sharing about personal intimate information about relationships because it's not really what my audience is wanting me to talk about. So 
really understanding one who your audience wants what your audience wants from you and then being okay to share that and being able to share honestly and truthfully and what's exactly going on for you I think is the first step of really honestly sharing vulnerably and really recognizing that people aren't going to judge you for being vulnerable and it's okay when things aren't perfect one of the key things we talked about on Wednesday night was expecting things to be perfect and then when things go wrong on how how to deal with that but also too that when you actually share and things do go wrong people connect with you even more it's so fascinating like some of my facebook lives are an absolutely atrocious mess and some of them like stupid stuff goes wrong like my phone falls off the tripod or the bloody audio doesn't work but they're the key ones that people I get most comments from and they're the ones that actually have people message me and go that was hilarious or I love watching all your Facebook lives because something always goes wrong and it's interesting because like my fear of being seen as not the expert or being seen as being stupid and things like that is no longer an issue anymore like Honestly, it used to be. It used to be a huge problem for me to not be seen as being perfect and not be seen as knowing what I'm talking about. Yet, when you actually step into that place of vulnerability and know that you don't have to know all the answers and you are never going to know absolutely everything and there's always going to be people who know more than you and there's always going to be people who know less than you. So really recognizing the reasons why you're showing up online because... If your purpose to show up online and be seen is to have the courage to share vulnerably for others to learn from you and to connect and be willing to be seen because then it's giving others permission to also show up, then that's true reasons and authentic reasons to want to show up. Because I know that when like the purpose of my message is to share so then people can realize their fullest potential, tap into their uniqueness and put themselves out there and have the life and business of their dreams because they deserve that. I absolutely 100% believe that nobody is broken, that everyone needs the, has the opportunity to follow their own dreams and have their own purpose and that this is a key part to do that. And it's and when I share, I come from that place of wanting to serve, of wanting to connect and wanting to share so that others can learn from me. And I think it's being able to let go of perfectionism as well. It's one of those key things is that if your fear of being seen, of being silly or stupid, then recognizing that as that's what's actually keeping you stuck and noticing that things are going to go wrong and that's going to be okay. And sometimes when that happens, it's even better because people do connect with you on that level. And then noticing that if perfectionism is one of the key things that's keeping you from being seen, then that is definitely some work you need to do around that. So it could be just noticing that okay, I need to start small and do smaller steps rather than going, because often what we do is we hold ourselves back because we want it to be perfect and nothing's ever right until we're, you know, I learn the next thing or I know what I'm talking about in this area or what if this happens and then I don't know what I'm talking about or um, I have to have the perfect image, I have to have my hair and makeup done, I have to have the right lighting. Like the amount of things that I've told myself that I needed before I actually started showing up online is ridiculous. I went and bought like for so long like I was like yes I will start doing Facebook lives when I have one of those diva ring lights and so I saved up for it and I bought the stupid thing and do you know how many times I've used it like maybe three and I realized that that it wasn't actually about the lighting and I actually had better 
the image was better when I actually had natural light. <laughs> it was so fascinating to me because I was like, yes, I need that and then it'll be good. And then it was like, oh, hang on a minute. I need to have completely prepared a script and then it'll be perfect. I have to have somebody else on the Facebook Live and then it will be perfect. And it's interesting how certain universal nudges come along your way to point out to you, no, actually, you just need to show up as your authentic self. Because these things, certain things go wrong to show you that it's totally okay and then you can get through them and the worst thing is that you may have an emotion. And it could be, oh, that didn't go to plan. Or it could be, oh my God, that looks so stupid. And then sometimes I look back and go, you just need to be comfortable with laughing at yourself. Because, you know, when we really share vulnerably and connect, things shift and change for not only your clients because they connect with you on a deeper level, but also for you because you stop caring. And it's one of the key things. Like, I love that book, um, The Subtle Art of Not Giving an F. I'll put the, the details in the show notes because I can't remember the name of the author right now. I think it's Mark, Mon- Mark Manson. Anyway, um, but I love that. And I, I constantly refer back to it because it's like, Leaning into one, the reasons why it stops us from being vulnerable is because of what we think people are going to say, and it's what we think other people's opinions are going to be of us, and it's when we, um, hop, you know, think about what the judgments are going to be, and and this is perfect segue to go into judgment because honestly, if my message lands on the right person and it makes a difference for them, that's all that matters. I don't care about anyone else that's going to be placing any form of judgment on me because one of the key quotes that I love talking about is other people's opinions of you are none of your business. It's literally like I recite it probably twice a week <laughs> because it's true, right? When you're on message and you're on your purpose and you're following your dreams, it doesn't matter what other people's opinions of you are because if you're consistently focused on where you want to go and what you want to achieve, then they should never matter unless it's your ideal client and they're giving you constructive feedback. And even then, it's not even a judgment. It's usually just like, hey, have you thought about this? Which is really, really important for your business to grow. Okay, so we're leaning in, we're getting vulnerable, we're sharing from that place and being okay with it because people see you as being brave and they see the courage that you have to show up because 99% of people are not showing up online. Yet when we're in this sphere of social media and we think that everybody's doing Facebook lives and we think that everybody is doing stories. Like honestly, there's a very, very small percentage of people that are actually using it for their business. And it's literally an absolute gold mine. Like honestly, it's one of the cheapest and easiest ways for you to get your message out there. And I think if you haven't started just yet, you need to start like start doing stories to begin with, start posting more, start doing pre-recorded videos. If you feel that you need to practice it multiple times, like that's where I started. Honestly, if I look back at the videos that I have on that, I took down from YouTube because they were horrendous. (laughs) I literally look back and cringe because that was early days and I was getting comfortable in front of the camera and I was getting comfortable in what I was saying. And the more times you do it, the easier it becomes. Repetition, repetition, repetition. You be, Honestly, it is the best teacher and then you can learn from there. So if being seen is a real challenge for you and it's not, and maybe it's not even just the vulnerability, but it's the judgment factor. Honestly, other people's opinions are none of your business, but to when you focus on the people that need to need what you're offering, then that's when you share genuinely and honestly, and you forget about all the haters and you forget about all the, I mean, I've been in business like a couple of years now and 
I don't think I've had a hater. Like, and maybe it's because I haven't made it big enough yet and like, they will come, but who knows. Um, but I'm not going to care anyway. So sometimes it's about noticing, okay, so what's the worst case scenario? What is the worst thing that could happen? And when it comes to a place of I care what other people think, then that's because we're we're not 100% comfortable within ourselves to know that our message is important. So we need to do some work around that and knowing that what you are sharing is freaking important and that you deserve to show up online. You deserve to actually share your message and your message matters. And sometimes when we have that worst case scenario and it's like, oh my God, what if someone says this about me? What if someone does that? Like, Or is it the fear of not being liked? And then noticing that some people's judgments are absolutely irrelevant because when we have other people judge, often it's a reflection of what's going on for themselves and what they're actually judging within themselves. So it's a trigger for them and they will react in a certain way because they're, it's something that actually is triggering something emotionally within themselves. So when I see someone judge that I'm noticing that I'm noticing their pain, I'm noticing their fear, and I'm noticing their challenge within themselves. And so they will pass that judgment on to other people and pass blame because that's their way of dealing with it. Because otherwise, it's actually focusing on yourselves and the work that you need to do within yourself. But also, too, noticing where you're allowing other people to judge you and allowing it to affect you. Because the judgment means nothing unless you allow it to mean something about you. It's like if a stranger, if you walked up to a stranger in the middle of the street and that stranger said to you, you should stop sharing online. You're actually ridiculous and your message is worthless and you look so fat and ugly. Like, what's the point? And if that person means nothing to you, then why are you allowing that person's judgment to affect you? Because like we have such a fear of random strangers saying judgmental things towards us. Whereas why are we allowing that to actually affect us? It shouldn't even matter because if it was a person who is a friend, a close family member, someone I actually respected and they said it to me, then yeah, okay, I understand that maybe there would be some merit in it and I would maybe do a little bit of a debrief with myself and, and notice whether I'm allowing it to affect me and why. But notice that a complete stranger's opinion should not matter to you. And this is something that's really hard for people to get because if someone come up to you in the street, you've never met before in your life, they have no connection to you at all. They have no idea who you are and said to you, you are a horrible person. If you allow that to land and you take that on board and you believe it, then that is your responsibility and your choice. It actually has nothing to do with the other person because you're allowing it to affect you when it actually has no merit at all because they have no idea who you are. And then getting comfortable with the fact that not everyone is going to like you. Not everyone likes peaches. Some people like to eat peaches. Some people really don't. And that's okay. You're not going to say, well, you can't be my friend because you don't eat peaches. Like maybe they just don't know you just yet. Maybe they have no idea exactly the amount of value. Maybe they caught you on an off day. Like there is so many different reasons why someone could judge you from a place of what's going on for them and it has absolutely nothing to do with you. It could be that you're threatening their identity because if you show up so vulnerably and unauthentically, it makes them think that maybe they should and then they have a lot of fears that come up for them. Like there is so much that goes on to it. So being able to recognize that, is this my fear? Am I allowing other people's judgments to actually affect me when they really shouldn't matter and I'm allowing them to 
create that negative emotion within myself and that's what's actually keeping me stuck. And it's interesting because in Australia we kind of need to talk about the tall poppy syndrome because we will often get to a place where we keep ourselves to a certain level because any more that we stand out, we recognize that there could be something going on within society where we tear each other down. And there is this fear within ourselves that if I stand out too much, then what is it that I will lose? And sometimes this is so subconsciously driven that we don't even realize it's going on for us. But it's where we keep ourselves stuck within our own environment that keeps us playing small because of the fear of what the ramifications might be. So for instance, so say that you are within a certain friendship group and that say drinks a lot. Maybe they love, you know, love to have a couple of wines a night. They have social events all weekend. And then all of a sudden you decide that you actually don't want to drink alcohol anymore because it doesn't make you feel good and that you would prefer to spend your weekends doing more enjoyable things rather than being hung over and feeling like crap. So you decide to quit alcohol, but there's a huge fear of, Oh my God, then I'm going to lose all of my friends, right? Because these friends, they love to socialize. They love to go out and alcohol is surrounded by, they are surrounded by alcohol at all times. And then you'll have that fear of judgment and that fear of why, why aren't you drinking and all the questions that go along with it. It's really an interesting experience because, and I've had this happen to me before because it's interesting because then you have this fear of, what will I lose out? I will lose friendships. I will lose my connection, my support, my significance, like so much that goes into that. And if I stand out and then it's the judgment that goes along with it, because why are you not drinking alcohol? Who are you? What's wrong with you? Like so many things that happen. And that's just one little scenario. Think about it. And then say you become wildly successful and your friendship group averages a normal, they have normal jobs. They go to nine to five jobs and they make normal amounts of wage and then you become really wildly successful and you start making you know five hundred thousand dollars a year a million dollars a year and then you have this fear of well i don't want to get that successful because that may mean i might lose friends or i might be judged by my family or i might be ridiculed because and be seen as being filthy rich and be seen as being materialistic or, or whatever it might be recognizing that these are your fears and noticing that when you surround yourself with the right people and you surround yourself and you ask for support, that doesn't even necessarily happen. So being able to notice that and be able to move through it helps you deal with the judgment and notice where that's coming from. And that's why that, that book, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a, is amazing. But also to the other book, The Life-Changing Magic of Not Giving a F. I'll put those in the show notes so you can have a look because they're really, really great books to be able to deal with judgment and to recognize when you're trying to be liked at all times and you're placing yourself or keeping yourself small because of what other people might say. And then, like I was saying before, visualize the worst case scenario and then ask yourself, could I handle that if that happened? And majority of the time you can, like if someone judged you online, you just respond in a nice, genuine way and move on. And if someone judges you for what you're doing in your business, start to notice, well, is that feedback relevant? Am I going to take it on board or not? And you have that choice because a lot of the time that worst case scenario never happens. And the worst thing that could happen is that you have a negative emotion and you can just move through that and move past it and you'll be fine. It's not going to threaten your life. You're not going, it's not going to end your whole business. Like really looking at ways that you can show up for yourself and show up for your business 
and know that you're doing this from a completely genuine or authentic place is so much easier than going, oh my God, what are people going to say? Are people going to judge me? Um, I'm not going to do that because then what if that person says this? Like really noticing that it's often so many fears that not even are ever going to happen. And then celebrate yourself along the way. Set yourself up to really have some small wins and create some really small steps along the way to show yourself that you can do it and what you're sharing is worthwhile. And notice that being seen is really important to grow your business. Because if people don't know who you, who you are and what you do, then they're less likely going to purchase from you. It's a really, really important part of creating that omnipresence in your business. So what is omnipresence? Omnipresence is the illusion of being seen everywhere. There's strategic things that you can do within your advertising platforms to repurpose and re and retarget people to see more information. So then they can create that omnipresence, right? So if someone watches a video, you can repurpose them to show them a new video. If someone watches reads your email, then you can then send another email that is like, cool, how did you how did you go with that? What was your response? What did you think about this? Have you put this in place? Like there's ways that you can structure your marketing around creating omnipresence. And where it begins is being where you are seen online. So it's using stories, it's using lives, it's using your posting schedules to create omnipresence within your business. So if you know your ideal client shows up online and and spends time online certain times of the day, so making sure that you're having posts, videos or stories go out at that time so then you can be consistently being seen. What I love about stories is that you can upload throughout the day and then they stay for 24 hours. Really, really great way. So then it it pops up because it's something that comes up at the top. So if people aren't necessarily scrolling, your stories can be seen like at the moment they're actually published, which is really effective. Um, The same way with live, stay there for 24 hours. And it's something that if you are posting at a regular schedule, it really does help to create your omnipresence. So making sure that you're scattering posts across your platforms creating videos that can then be seen, but making sure that you're doing different things on different platforms because people don't necessarily like to see the same things when they switch from Instagram to Facebook. Remembering to take photos is one of the key things, right? It's something that I I used to, I really struggled with because it wasn't something that I would take photos about my day and what I was doing on a regular basis. It just wasn't something that I did. Um, And so being able to force myself to take photos so that I could go back and post them or post them straight away was really key because if you are trying to, um, if you are trying to create omnipresence online and you have nothing to post, then that's really hard. Whereas if you're taking photos throughout the day of what you're doing and how you're spending your time, then it's much easier to document it. And people really do want to see behind the scenes. So it's really important that you do that. And sometimes it's forcing yourself to go, oh, okay, I'm just going to jump on and do a couple of stories now because then that will that will stay there for 24 hours. Whereas that was a real challenge for me for a really long time because I would get so immersed in what I was doing that I would hours would go by and I've not done anything online. Or it could be that I would spend the weekend and forget to have taken photos at all so I had nothing to post. So being able to push yourself and remind yourself to take photos as you're doing things, posting consistently, And then thinking about what is it that you want to be known for? Because it's really important that you consider what you're posting and why. Because if you're posting a lot of social things, but you're wanting to be known as in business and you're not posting much about your business, then it's really not, it's going to be detrimental to what you're doing. So 
recognizing where you post what is really important. So noticing that your platforms that you're posting on, so you've got your feed in Instagram, which is going to be a little bit more strategic around specifically what it is that you do. And then your stories is a little bit more behind the scenes. You've got your Instagram TV, which is really, really effective. You can use that for more effective messages that more like a YouTube video. Um, and then you've got your platform on Facebook. Again, you've got your stories aspects there. You've got your Facebook lives, which is really great. Your lives will stay, which is evergreen, which is great. Um, and then using your posting to mo focus more like your Facebook lives and your posting really should be more about specifically targeting and using that as your messaging service for your business. And then using your stories there again for your behind the scenes kind of stuff. So when you're actually using all aspects of the platform, not only does the platform reward you because you're um, using every aspect of it, that it actually pushes your content out a little bit further so it reaches more people, but also too, it creates that omnipresence because no matter where people are going on the platform, they're going to see what you're doing and how you're interacting. And the more they see you, like in this day and age, it used to be years ago for advertising to actually land and get people to the form where they actually have like and trust to the point where they actually want to purchase. It was about seven to 14 interactions. Now it's actually up to about your 21 to 28 interactions before they get to purchase. And that's just because we're being bombarded with so much information that we're constantly trying to filter out all of that into our brain. So that consistency is really important. Otherwise you're going to be lost in everything that's happening on social media. So making sure that you're really clear on what you're delivering and making sure that you're being seen on a regular basis to create that like and trust. Awesome. Wow. So much information. I hope that that has given you an insight into being able to create some, actually what I really want to touch on is taking action in being seen because this is really key. We can understand that there's vulnerability and we can understand that there's going to be judgment and having some, some tips and tricks on how to deal with that in the, in the process. But at the end of the day, the thing that's going to overcome all of that is action, is showing up every single day and doing the work. Because I, I cannot stress to you enough that every time you do some form of action towards moving yourself forward and more, the more you're seen, the more you interact online, the easier it becomes. Honestly, it's something that like my friend Kirsten Morrison adjusted a 30 day live challenge. Now she has no fear around doing Facebook lives. Like honestly, it's the, those action steps that are proving yourself wrong and proving yourself that you can do it. And it is something that is effective and something that does work. So being able to push through that fear, feel the fear, do it anyway, and show up consistently is always going to be the answer. If you're constantly holding yourself back from putting yourself out there, then the first step is putting yourself out there and being open to the judgment and knowing that it's not about you, right? Sometimes we, one of the first things that when I started doing Facebook lives and people started commenting like, Oh, you're doing so much. Oh my God. You said, I'm seeing you everywhere. And it's like, awesome. This is really working. And then it, it's getting positive comments. Like people really stand back and go, wow. Like they're almost mesmerized by the fact that it's, it's actually working. And they're mesmerized by your bravery and your courage, which is incredible. So please challenge yourself jump on your phone today, do some form of a story or live and prove to yourself that you can do it and know that if it's not perfect, it is perfect. Like I said before, people connect when it's really genuine. If they see you stuff up and they see you not, you know, mumbling over your words, 
It's totally fine. Just get comfortable as you go and know that it's going to be a process and that things aren't perfect and it's actually better when it's not perfect because people do not connect with perfect anymore. They see it as fake. They see it as, you know, they judge that bit, that perfectionism now. So be vulnerable, be open, be courageous. And I cannot wait to see you showing up for yourself and your business. Thank you so much for listening. If this episode moved you in any way, please share it. Please leave a review on iTunes so I can get this message out even further. I really appreciate you and appreciate everything you're doing to create your, your business and your life because you are giving everyone else around you the permission to step up and shine. Have an amazing week. I'll speak to you guys next week. Thank you for listening and I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Next Level Life podcast. I'd love to hear any takeaways that you've had from today's episode, so please share with me on Instagram and Facebook. And if you feel so moved, please pass this episode on to any friends or family that you feel may benefit from it. Looking forward to speaking with you next week, and here's to taking your life to the next level. Bye.